From Birmingham, I'm Miranda Fulmore. Tens of thousands of people drive along Birmingham's Red Mountain Expressway every day, and they cruise right past one of the country's natural landmarks. The Red Mountain Cut exposes hundreds of millions of years of geologic history and was once a regular location for field trips and research expeditions. WBHM's Mary Scott Hodgen explores the layered history of the cut for this month's Outdoor Connections. Right above the Red Mountain Expressway, there's a chain-link fence that leads to an old walkway. And the gate, it usually stays locked. I've unlocked it, so we can go for a little walk down here. Prescott Atkinson is the vice president of the Alabama Paleontological Society, a local nonprofit. On a cold, rainy Saturday, we put on emergency vests and hard hats and pass through the fence onto the path, overlooking the Red Mountain Cut. It's one of the most spectacular cuts through this geologic series of any place in North America. The cut is about a quarter mile long and features different colored rock layers that slant upwards. It was created in the 1960s when officials blasted through Red Mountain to connect Birmingham's downtown with the city of Homewood. Back then, local geologists rallied to keep the rocks exposed and the area became an educational centerpiece for studying Alabama's geologic history. This site right back here is the site of the former uh, Red Mountain Museum, which sat on top of the cut. The Red Mountain Museum was built in the 1970s, along with the interpretive walkway. The museum built this walkway, which had a lot of signage that's now in a, in pretty much uh, <laughs> fallen into pretty serious disrepair. Today, the path is littered with rocks and the fence is falling apart. But decades ago, people could stand along this walkway and study the rock layers up close. Ancient earth that formed between 350 and 500 million years ago. At the museum, they could see fossil exhibits from the cut and from all over Alabama. The museum closed in the late 1990s, but that fossil collection didn't go away. It became the foundation for the McQuain Science Center. So this is our climate controlled storage room. This is something that the Red Mountain Museum could not have. June Ebersaw is the director of collections at McQuain. He says the Red Mountain Museum documented the wide range of prehistoric life that once inhabited Alabama. The paleontology in Alabama and the geology in Alabama is, is immense. We are arguably the number one state in the U.S. for fossil diversity. So they tried to highlight that. He says the museum displayed a unique dinosaur found in Montgomery and a big swimming lizard unearthed in Greene County. The museum also showed off a giant ground sloth dug up in a cave in North Alabama. Ebersol pulls out some of the bones to give me an idea of just how big it really was. This is what Sid the Sloth in the Ice Age movie was based on. Here's just one of the single hand from one of these. Whoa. Took me forever how to figure out how to put it together. The sloth's hand is huge. Its fingers are easily three times as long as mine. But not all the fossils in the collection are big, especially the ones found in the Red Mountain Cut itself. Here's just some of the stuff that we collected so you can get an idea of the early life. They're mostly small marine invertebrates, like brachiopods, which are similar to clams. There's also a unique trilobite named after Birmingham. Think roly-poly meets horseshoe crab. There aren't any big fossils in the Red Mountain Cut because nothing big was around 500 million years ago. So no mosasaurs, no saber cats, no dinosaurs, none of that. <laughs> no, no whales. You won't even find anything that has a backbone there. But what the cut may lack in fossil size it makes up for in its history. So we could get a really good view of the west face of the, of the cut here. Back at the old walkway, 
Prescott Atkinson studies the colorful layers. He says the most notable is the layer known as the Red Mountain Formation, which contains the rich iron ore used to make steel. Birmingham wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that, for that formation. Today, the cut and the walkway are more visible than they used to be, thanks to a cleanup effort financed by a local nonprofit last year. Now, Atkinson and others want to see the whole area restored for public use. A lot of people are hoping that this can be renovated and a new walkway of some type could be constructed to run through here. The idea is that people could walk from Birmingham to Homewood and pass through 150 million years of geologic history. Mary Scott Hodgen, WBHM. This story is part of our monthly series, Outdoor Connections, which features stories that explore the biodiversity of Alabama and how we depend on it. If you have an idea for the series, you can email Mary Scott at maryscott at wbhm.org.